My name is Matt Brown. Spires, shot won't go, Tucker the rebound. And that'll do it. It's over. The Bucks have done it. The long wait has ended after a half century. The Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again. And let's start the show. Can I have a 50 piece? Sorry, I will put you. Uh, can I put your camera? Do you mind or no? Sure. There's 150,000 people watching you right now. Really? Yes. <laughs> so can I can I have please a 50 piece Mac Minis? 50 exactly. Okay. Not 51. Done. <laughs> 49. Chicken Minis. Yes. 50. And um, let me have a large drink. No ice. Half Sprite. Half lemonade. The world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. How are we doing, everybody, on this Monday, July 26, 2021? It is the final week of July already, so let's make the most of it. Before we get into the fun, I want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. We're on Twitter at ProdConvoPod. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. And to check out all exclusive content regarding this show, go to ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. I hope you all had one lovely weekend because I certainly did. Thursday, what did I do? Not Thursday, Friday, I went out to dinner. I got to see the movie Roadrunner about Anthony Bourdain, who I've met and I've talked about in this show before when I was a CNN intern. And yeah, very honest, very emotional, a very, very well put together documentary by the great Morgan Neville, who's turning into one of the best documentarians in the world right now. Highly recommend. First time I was in a theater since, oh, what, January 2020? And I've been watching my movies, you know I love my movies, but uh, this was the first time I was back in a theater, and it felt so good. And then after that, on Saturday, saw the family as we celebrated Tommy's send-off into college at Wagner College. He is leaving on Sunday, either Sunday or week from today. I don't know. But um, I'm going to enjoy the last week with my brother here before he goes on the next chapter of his life and he begins his college career. He goes to the next level in football. Oh, man, I love that guy. I'm very proud to see what he is pulling off. We all are. And it was nice seeing the family. I was bartending the whole time. I made a lot of great drinks. White Russians, toasted almonds. I made... Vodka, vodka cranberries, vodka lemonades, uh, old fashions, some whiskey sours, some white Russians. It was good. It was a good time. Margaritas, mojitos. I was uh, pulling it off, as they say. And uh, you also try my. You also try my drink someday. Of course, responsibly. And then, you know, saw some buddies uh, after the party and we were just doing our thing, having some fun. And as I record here on this Sunday for this Monday show, we're all just chilling and appreciating the life that we have. So blessings on blessings. The Yankees are trying to hold on to what they got. And uh, well, we'll see how this final week goes before the trade deadline. 
and if uh, moves are going to be made. And football training camp starting, so you know what's going on. We're having some fun. I'm assembling my NFL team to cover the season with me as we speak. And, uh, yeah, we have good times ahead. And only eight more shows until show 100. So we have some things to do. And then we have many great shows after the 100th. So a lot to do, lots to do, lots to be thankful for. And let's get into the show and what we're going to talk about today. Well, the NBA Finals ended officially last Tuesday. And it ends with the Milwaukee Bucks winning the NBA Finals. Giannis led his team to a championship. Giannis has a ring. He's made his mark in this league. The two-time MVP now has both an NBA Finals MVP and an NBA championship to his name. And it was something else because we did not see it coming after all the injuries. The Suns couldn't have any more momentum from their fan base, from that stupid guy who became viral, Suns in four. And after winning the first two games, they blow it. Four straight losses, and now they have lots of splaining to do. But in the meantime, why don't we talk with the best podcasting crew when it comes to NBA coverage, and why don't we reflect on the NBA Finals? Plus, we hit on some things regarding free agency. Even though it's later than usual, August should have some big moves being made one way or the other, or moves not made in uh, free agencies, free agent state put with some of their teams as some people expect. But it's going to be interesting either way. Plus, we hit on the NBA draft for a little bit. We make extremely early predictions for the NBA Finals next year. And we just talk all things hoops and basketball as we wrap up the 2021 Finals and the 2020-21 NBA season. So, Let's get into it with the best crew around when it comes to talking about basketball. Alex Ranelio, David Bach, Dolo Ren, and Bars the God. It's your guys' turn once again. Let's wrap up this season. Here we go. Everybody, you know what I love about basketball, especially in 2021, that it really wasn't unpredictable season and we have so much to reflect on especially how this unpredictable nba finals ended but without further ado i have the best nba crew to talk hoops with in the whole podcasting sphere once again here's the nba crew for the productive conversations podcast alex rinellio what's up buddy man my fam how we doing Great to see you. We have Fresh Faces New Ideas host, David Bach. What's going on, David Bach? Hey, good to be here. Got a, got an interesting weekend for uh, for debates and stuff, so make sure you ch- tune into the channel. Let's definitely check that out. Go to his t- Twitch streams at Fresh Faces New Ideas. And then we have the hosts of the Word for Word podcast, Dolo Red and Bars the God. What's up, homies? What's going on? What's going, What's going on? on? All I'm right. Been waiting been to talk to y'all, man. Definitely. It's been, it's been a minute. And let us make the most of our time now here in this reunion. So, on Tuesday, on last Tuesday night, we had the NBA Finals come to an end. 
Lots of us said it's going to the Suns. Yeah. But nope. We're all wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. I'm wrong. And a final score of uh, final breakdown of four games to two. The Milwaukee Bucks are your NBA champions for the first time since 1971. And well, lots to unpack there. I mean, well, it's the Bucks who won. <laughs> I mean, where do we start, really? Um I mean, we could go off with the Suns. I guess Chris Paul is a curse, blowing another 2-0 lead. Can we talk about Giannis actually getting a ring to his legacy now on top of his MVP awards and rock and rolling there? That's something to take into account. We could talk about other people stepping up huge, your Chris Middleton's, your P.J. Tucker's and Drew Holiday's especially. Uh, Coach Bootenholzer, who we all at one point thought he should be fired. He's now an NBA NBA champion as a head coach. I mean, I'm going to leave it up to the floor. What do you guys think of this insane outcome? Maybe some of us saw it coming. I mean, we all predicted the sun, so maybe not really, but... Hey, I don't know. I'm just going to let it out there. So whoever wants to start with it, tell me your thoughts on the Bucks winning it all. I mean, how do you stop a guy who just gets, who realistically shouldn't be played? Like, like watching Giannis get hurt that first time mm-hmm. and then watching, he basically had one like bad game. That was right. game one. And then he just progressively got better to the point where he dropped 50 points in the closing. It's like, wasn't it like the eighth 50 point Legend. game in the finals or something like that? And, and first one it, in the he, clincher, too. What? First one in the clincher? It's yeah. like, I mean, the last 50 point game LeBron lost. Um, the, uh, the fact that he he it's like it's like the the Wilt hundred point game the the whole all the things came together for him where he he went seventeen for nineteen for the free throw line mm-hmm. like he hadn't shot well for the whole season and he just said you know what fuck it I'm gonna yeah, win the whole thing and he insane. did I mean you watched him you you going to the second half like halfway through the third quarter you're like he's going for fifty <laughs> they had no answer for him and I think that was really the thing that changed it is just he decided, you know what? I don't care if I missed 80 free throws in the series. I'm just going to batter you down because you have one big man and yeah. we'll just deal with everything else. I mean, the, the, the he opened the game with the Mikhail Bridges block. Yeah, right. Like, I remember that. The yeah. fact, like, now we're talking about it. So there's two, there's the category that he's in is three people. It's him, Elijah Wan, and Jordan. They're the only three players to have an MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, and a uh, and a Finals MVP. There should be a fourth player, but Kawhi got robbed when James Harden won the final uh, the MVP. But that's not a that's a discussion for a different time. <laughs> uh, okay, 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 okay. La- uh, striking that last comment aside, right? I agree with everything Bat said. Can't even argue with him at all. Um, let's just talk about since block is the word here. Let's just call, like, all right, the block that he made um, that everyone was talking about was, like, legendary. That wasn't the greatest block. <laughs> you want to talk about the block to me, that was the greatest block. It was whoever blocked book. And was that Giannis? Yeah, I don't know. Whoever fucking blocked book on that alley-oop, yeah. 
That was, <laughs> listen, yeah, that was a hell of a play. That was my yo, and then Giannis was blocking things for the life of him, so to the point where he got a goaltending, I think, in that um in that closeout game. But yo, defense wins championships. Oh yes. And Giannis proved the fuck out of that. Let's shout out Drew Holiday, stepping the fuck up. My boy came he stepped all the way, up. way from my boy came a long fucking way from Philly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, hey, listen, Drew Holiday was a yammer, never really a three-point specialist, but he would hit them threes on you. But he was a he was a player that you'd have on a team. Nick Nick Young won a ring before fucking Drew Holiday did. You know what I'm saying? Like doesn't JaVale McGee have like four rings? Who? JaVale McGee. Was how many Warriors teams was he on? <laughs> JaVel McGee got like three rings. Three-time champion JaVel McGee. My boy in Chicago right now is cringing every time I say that. So listen, like, yeah, that's all I gotta say. Defense won that chip. Um, Chris Middleton, we talked about it. Um, and he snapped. He felt he must have saw our podcast. He must have saw your podcast, Matt. Yeah, I think the whole bunch was watching our podcast. He saw me call him Fish Middleton. He saw me call him Fish Middleton, (laughs) and he went, he went and found Dory. Like he, like yeah, he got his ring. So hey, it is what it is. I give him that. Yeah, um, championship bucks. I don't give a fuck. I'm not a fan, but hey, it is what it is. They did that. They well, I mean, they dominated the glass too, and like we said, it would boil down to how. Yes. How self-recognizable the the Bucks would be like? Would they be able to get out of the three-point slump? Would they just dominate the paint? You know, would they out-rebound them? Would they d up CP3 with Drew Holiday? And they did all those things, and then they just let Giannis go to work. Because I think at the beginning of the series, we said, like, Giannis is going to get his, but who's going to be the second guy to come along with them? And not only did he get both of them, but he had Drew on lockdown on CP3, and um, they exposed Aiton. I mean, Aiton was on an island the whole series. I was yeah. surprised Monty Williams yeah. didn't build a wall. That was the only thing I didn't see coming. I mean, I knew these guys were both inexperienced when it came to the finals, but – I mean, the fact that, like, you don't even try to build a wall and help out Aiton, and losing Sarge game one was huge. It's not that they could build oh, a wall. They yeah. didn't have the bodies. They didn't have, they didn't have they, Sarge. They could have had the bodies, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it's not that they're – okay, so first off, they have finals experience. Budenholzer won multiple rings with the Spurs. Uh, yeah, but he wasn't the head, Not his head coach. No, he not as head coach, coach, but you know when you live in when you work learning under what the fourth best coach of all time, you know. Uh, no, fair, fair enough, but but also no, I know. To be fair, I still think he should be door. fired. Well, <laughs> yeah, fact. What I'm saying is, hmm. what I'm saying is, the indictment on Budenholzer the whole series and, the, and years before is that he never makes in-game adjustments. He rode the course, but he wasn't the prime decision maker in San Antonio. It was always Pop, so it was interesting to see how he would be able to attack. CP3 with Drew Holiday and how he would be able to play the switches, how he was going to manage Bobby Portis's load and Brooke Lopez's load on the pick and roll because they looked like those guys were out of whack the first two games because they were leaving him on an island on defense. But he figured it out. He just played it safe. I mean, he played it, played it calm, and they came back and won four in a row. So props to him, I, man. I just want to interject. Absolutely. I just want to interject that um, that uh, Bat said that Sarge, um, Dario Sarge was out. That's big. That's big. Didn't realize that. That's big. Yeah. Um, that's a body. Like, like that's crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know if he started, but if he that's came up, if he was, if he, exactly. He's on the bench. That's the that's a that's a piece on 
that's a piece on your your secondary that's missing. Like, like, come on, like this shit is madness. And Sar- and Sarge was on that fucking playoffs um Philly team with Jimmy yep. Butler and shit. Yep. So it, Sarge is no scrub. He he's one of those foreign players that gets his. But like you know he you know he's been relegated to to the bench. But yo, it's okay. Like, but that shows you that they you know CP3 was a scrub with the handles for the first like four games, three games. I don't well, know. It's coming like, out it like two just, weeks that he's hurt. Dude, yeah, you're right. Yeah, what? Yeah, nah, it was he wasn't hurt. It was some he kind of bullshit not. protocol. He had COVID. He had COVID. Mm, man, he he had, had, no, 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 I think no, his he had protocol. Up. He had protocol. He didn't even get COVID. But no, Giannis was hurt too. So, like, what are we saying? Giannis yeah, no, no, exactly. no, but that's the thing. So we can't call that card. Don't pull that injury card because Giannis came off an injury. And like yeah. you said, that progressively got better. Scarily. Like, it was ridiculous. Definitely, definitely, guys. Let me ask now. So... Hitting up things for the Bucks, you know, make excellent points, all of us here. But we have to talk about what went wrong with the Suns. Up two games to none, couldn't have any more momentum. It really looked like they had this in the bag. People are going far as Suns in five, Suns in four, whatever. And they lose four games in a row in the Suns, whether it's just the progression of Booker and as you said, eight in declining Jay Crowder was getting the shots like he was supposed to. I mean, I felt like what was it? Game five when crit, when it was neck and neck and Chris Paul literally fell on top of the key um, right before the end of the fourth quarter, that seemed like it was the beginning of the end. But again, I'll throw it to the floor. What went wrong with the Suns, guys? What went wrong? Um, real quick, let me just start it off so I can just get my thoughts out the way real quick. Um, what went wrong is but amidst a few mistakes, the Bucks just turned up. That's mm-hmm. it, nothing really went wrong. The Bucks, the Bucks just turned up. Um, if you watch the game, Chris Middleton could not miss. He he could not miss. They could not stop That's Chris so Middleton. Heavy. To, to, to save to save anyone's life. Drew Holiday was a defensive god. Uh LeBron, um LeBron, Giannis, Giannis James was like literally like like Giannis Jordan James. Giannis James Jordan was like literally like Abdul Jabbar stepped up for his franchise. You can't he had the legend of the in 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 in, in the in the bleachers. It, like sitting on the sidelines watching him play, literally nothing went wrong. Everything just went right for the Bucks. At twenty six years old too, everything just went right for the Bucks. Um, eight, uh, uh, what went wrong is Aiton got exposed. Um, uh, yeah, CP three just flopped out a couple games, but that's like uh, that's basic mistakes. But aside from that. The Bucks, everything just went right for the Bucks. Like we said, what we thought they couldn't do, they turned around and did. Like, so I don't know. That's my thoughts. I think I think Monty Williams got exposed too, because like I said in the in the beginning, like I think he had multiple opportunities to switch things up. I mean, he had a lot of things going at home for them. Um and they looked really, you know, really fluid on offense in the first two games. Um defensively, they just didn't switch things up and make it difficult for Milwaukee. 
I think it's more that they just didn't have the personnel. And a lot of it is like historic shit that they lost on. Game five, where they shot uh, 60% from the field and and 50% on threes and 20 attempts. The last 12 times that's happened, the team has won by 20 plus points and they lost that game. Like it's hard to come back when you have that type of statistical advantage. The answer is Milwaukee knew they couldn't outshoot them. Like by every statistical measure, um, uh, Phoenix was the better shooting team. Just even just the eye test. Watching Chris Middleton and uh, Drew Holiday shoot is painful. <laughs> um, and the fact that the Bucks just decided we're just going to bury you in in rebounds because they were just so big. This is what we wanted them to do against Brooklyn. Um, well, if they had done, I think if they'd done this against Brooklyn, I don't think we would have gone to the game seven because they realized that, that they could have just buried them the same way. That, that acts murder of a dunk. That axe murder of a dunk by Brooke Lopez on DeAndre Ayton. And look, Mikhail Bridges missed a dunk. Uh, uh, Devin Brooker missed that open three. They uh, DeAndre Ayton, you know, having a little more offensive game would have helped them. He's just, you know, he's still young. And then there's a lot of other like little things. Uh, and being uh, better, period, would have helped them. Look, this is first real time in the playoffs. Uh, Scott Foster, I imagine not refing any of these games would have helped CP3. It's like two and seventeen <laughs> against him, or something, or something that. like no, that. But it's like there was bad officiating. There was a lot of bad officiating. Yeah, especially I the, 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 I, I didn't want to call that though. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. Yeah, I was, no, I, I was joking about the Scott Foster. Okay, like, okay. <laughs> it's look. They they said we're gonna let one of your guards beat us, and then they did. And they, they couldn't do it. Like, they were fine with one of them going off. And they, they shut down their the three-pointers point three pointers from the corner after game two was, like, zero. Um, they Just the ability for the Bucks to rapidly close on def- defense. And they, they knew that, like, they were just going to attack the boards. Lopez, look, Lopez had that coast-to-coast, uh, like, Euro step. And then he had, like, multiple cuts into the paint at the end to, to put them up. He had that little floater. I think I think honestly that game Giannis went out when Lopez was like seventeen for nineteen or whatever he did against the Hawks was like b- reminding Budenholzer that oh yeah this guy's actually an All Star who averaged twenty points a game for like multiple seasons before he figured out how to shoot the ball on a team that had like basically the four of us playing with him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like they like they had the players it, it, they had the size and this was a matchup that Phoenix like Phoenix couldn't upsize. But but Milwaukee could downsize with them if they had to. Like they just really just lacked the bodies. They needed you know one more big. They needed realistically like a Demarcus Cousins to come off the bench to spell eight, um, so that they they can have the bodies. Their their wings were like Mikael Bridges is is fine for dealing with um, like uh, like the Middleton types. But you're you know their best option was Jay Crowder against Giannis. They didn't have the size to to handle him, and he just said, "Okay, I'm going to get you all in foul trouble." And then PJ Tucker realized, "Oh wait, CP3, I can actually go and get an offensive rebound, so I can have like the perfect uh, PJ Tucker game where I shoot one time and have 15 rebounds and 12 <laughs> tackles. <laughs> no points, no points, zero. Nothing else. Zero Nothing else. I mean, Nothing. they decided we're defensively. Play he had a nice stat line, though. Defensively, and, and you know what, Alex? Now that picture means something. <laughs> yeah, you're with an NBA champion. Yeah, it does. Well, I was telling you. Yeah, huh? <laughs> I texted him. I texted him before game six. I said, Bucks and six. You know what I mean? So. I said six hey. games. <laughs> I'm about to make that picture my wallpaper. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? I was at work and I told my coworker, and it's crazy because I have a track record of um, teams that I choose to win actually losing. I have a track record. 
not serious. I mean, most <laughs> most people we, do, unless there's like an overwhelming team. Like other than like the Warrior KD seasons, it was like dude, pretty. <laughs> it's it's dude, kind of a sh- uh, a crapshoot. Dude, dude, every team, every team that I have chose to win. I chose the 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 um Kansas City last year. You know what I'm saying? Like you're like, you're like, like Stephen A. Bro. Yeah. Stephen A. Did that every year. Yeah, up till the, the Durant years, he got like the bad. seven row wrong or some shit. <laughs> no, listen, listen. I'm like. I'm like one for 12 on picks in the finals when it comes. I've to like been wrong out. one time for like the teams that I've been rooting for. I've been wrong one time. And that's because Ray Allen traveled. Um, <laughs> Reverse handicappers. I see. So <laughs> yeah, my friends, why don't we talk about the nugget loving MVP of both the finals in the league. Now an NBA champion, Giannis Antetokounm. Wow. I can't believe it, boss. Oh, um, yeah, all right. You got it. Giannis Giannis Antetokounmpo. It's okay. It's okay. Dolo still calls him. Dolo still calls him Giannis. Hey, make the G capital though. Gotta make the G capital. Oh my God. We're gonna be seeing. We're gonna be seeing him for a long time now. Yo, guys. You know, from the around call us malakas. Yo, from the reaction I got, I like malakas. They're delicious. Let's be real. Giannis is definitely someone to root for. He's great. I think a lot of people are very happy to see him get that ring. I mean, the transformation he got from earlier in the decade to now, uh, he's made his mark and led the Milwaukee Bucks to a finals win. (laughs) Okay, okay. We could explore that, but I want to talk about the impact with that. And excuse me. Whether it's, like you said, the luckiest ring ever, as some people claim to be, whether it's pure skill, made a great comeback. I think you all agree. I feel like the Internet and Instagram after Giannis won, everyone was a Giannis fan making him their favorite player all of a sudden. A lot of closet Giannis fans coming out that night. But hey, good for them. But all in all, he is a champ. But I want to ask you guys. What does this mean? Is this a fluke ring? Is it like the Pistons winning and Ben when Ben Wallace was a champ? And or is this more of a, you know, he finally made his mark like Kawhi Leonard. Was it a uh, legendary finals performance and enhance a legacy like that? Where do you feel on the spectrum? What do you think, Bars? I see you're nice and animated with this. Talk to me, buddy. I love when you come to me when I'm animated. I love it. like it's just, <laughs> Because you know my thoughts right away are instant. How dare you disrespect my boy Chauncey Phillips? <laughs> How dare you disrespect my boy Rip Hamilton and my boy Rasheed Wallace and my boy <laughs> Ben Wallace? How dare you disrespect... What's his, what's 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 dude's name? Tayshawn Prince. Tayshawn Prince. Like, how dare you? First of all, that was no... Ever- that was no aberration team, and they went back and almost repeated. Hey, they, they did it though. Almost Giannis, is only good in. Yeah, but can Giannis go back. Horseshoes. Can Giannis go back and repeat? And if he can, then that'll put him in great company. Don't mm-hmm. disrespect them like that. If anything, <laughs> if anything, you should say anything like something like that to Toronto Raptors team. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think okay. Right. easiest yes. thing. Lucky. Anything, say something. Say, yeah, I hate when people say like fluke with like these rings. It's like 
It's like, no. look, they, they stayed healthy the whole season. They were prepared yes. and they were diligent and they had the game yes. to beat these teams in front of you. Play who's in front of you. Like, I don't like the argument of like, oh, it's a fluke year. Like, you could say that about every ring in history. Like, no such thing as luck type thing. Yeah. And it wasn't like he didn't get hurt right before the finals. Like, right, right. you saw that injury, you're like, that's it, he's done. Fact, say it again. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you got to look at this, right? You got to look at this. If James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant were all healthy and playing on that fucking team at the same time, all fucking year, chemistry build, solid team, do you really think we talk about Milwaukee Bucks right now as championship? Yeah, you can say. I'm, I'm getting my best Stephen A. on it. Do you really think we're talking about Milwaukee Bucks? Okay, right but now? it doesn't matter. They were healthy. But that's what it could have should have though. If, if Durant's foot was a, an inch smaller, we wouldn't yeah. be having this conversation either. But, you know, <laughs> things happen the way they happen. The dude, look, Giannis is, he's he's going to forever have a ring. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's never going to have to be that that guy worried in the Chris Paul situation where you're 16 years in the ring, like waiting for that, that to get that monkey off your back. He's he's done it. it you know, it's, it's going to play with you. He's going to be able to play with a different type of, uh, looseness. This is this is how uh, Bill Simmons described Dirk after Dirk won that ring, where yes. he he was just like, "I've done it now, and I don't care." Like I'm, I've 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 been to the mountaintop, and I've I've seen how I do it. So I don't ever have to hear people telling me I'm soft or I can't. You can't win with me. I can just right. live my life and play yeah. basketball how I want. And look, Give the kid is 26. Million. He's they could win again. Look, we don't know what's going to happen with this Nets team. Um, it, the Laker news today is is really nice for Laker fans. Um, we don't know what's going to happen with the Clippers. They could very well run it back next year. Um, they, they, we don't know. Um, and which, which Laker news is that? The the Laker news that uh, the Toronto buddies want to hang out in uh, L.A. again with uh, Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRosa both want to go there. <laughs> oh, oh, man, that would be fun. Okay, but Giannis, okay, what else do you have to add? And it's not like we're talking about like a one. The dude is in like the company he is in is historic company. We're not talking about like we're talking among the greatest to ever play. Now he's he's right up there, you know, uh, the the top, you know, 15, 20 players of all time at this point. And he's 26. He's only going to get better. At some point, he's going to figure out how to shoot um, something. And maybe the next, maybe next year they'll realize, scared. oh, wait, we actually do need a point guard at some point. Uh, you know, Dante DiVincenzo will be back next year. They're, they're, I, I still don't believe it, bud. Uh, but <laughs> the, as the. You I, said DiVincenzo? Come on, darling. Yeah. Uh, well, they wouldn't have to play Jeff Teague ever. Or, yeah, uh, it was, he was actually a decent role piece. <laughs> yeah, that would, be, that would be decent. But like. Then you said Jeff Teague, and I remember. Now yeah, Jeff Teague is <laughs> champion. Now, De- now Jeff Teague is a champion. That's so, crazy. Hey, look, you just the the players on this Bucks team. It's very hard to root against them, especially Giannis. Like you remember how many people were like, you remember that the 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 smoothie tweet. Everyone remembers this. One. Yeah, Classic. yeah. I mean, like I the backstory. For, I root for this Bucks team like I root for that Raptors team. I root for this Bucks team like I root for that Raptors team. I I not much. You know why? Y'all yeah. know why? Because. This is a huge win for the smaller market teams. Like I think, I think Dame and others are looking around and still like not hundred percent sure if they want to leave yet. It's really like encouraging for guys like Zion that may get frustrated in the short term, 
but are looking at how if you build the right team around you, like you can actually make it happen in the face of all these these big uh, collaborations with all the big stars. So excellent point with that. It shows I'm you don't need to go to the make the big markets to win it too. Yeah, so you just fact, need to, and you need to get lucky. I mean, for the third, for the for the what? For, this is the second team, second small market team to win in the last what three years? Yeah, well, yeah, oh, it's good. It's great, but but like y'all, but like y'all said, like everybody needs luck along the way. Like like just like Toronto needed a couple of years ago. Like even LeBron needed it last year. Like with five months off, you don't think they're healthy and rested, and like you don't think that their games transfer better than teams that are young that are away from home that don't play as well. Like that's a huge five part. Five months of off and nobody on the bench. But I'm saying like that's a big that's a big um big bonus. You know what I mean? Like yeah, especially for a player like LeBron to rest up. And and with the way we chronicle these champions too, like we look at every year where they fail, like first, second, or you know the the conference finals, like those are always markations of like how they learn, how they progress. And I just think that this was their time. As much as we want to like figure out how Phoenix blew this, I just think that the the groundwork's been been laid for two, three years now with all the the all the failures they've had in the previous rounds. So, yeah, all right, and that's why. That's why I want to appreciate what what happened good for them and not what what wrong for the Suns. Because yeah, you could blame Monty Williams, yeah, you could blame Chris Paul fucking up. You could blame Devin Booker not having fifty every game. You could blame DeAndre Ayton being soft as shit. But at the end of the day, that just under like undermines the fact that the Bucks went hard. Yeah. Yeah, you still got I mean they they still Holiday isn't a big three. Drew Holiday isn't a big three. Not offensively, but defensively. I mean, defensively, he put he had what like the three biggest steals in the the game. He, that I mean, how many Devin Booker in game four was? I mean, if you think about it, that's what the steal on Devin Booker is. What the massive. the third most iconic steal in finals history? Yep, massive. Now, other than what Havlicek stole the ball, like how many other ones can you think? Of? Jordan stripping alone, maybe yeah, yeah, because he so, recovered. Because Devin Booker recovered and Drew Holiday still made the play. I think what was that? That was that the alley oop or was that the rebound and Giannis finished? That was the alley oop. That was that, like that was that. Like think about the, the defensive that. plays that are going to to uh, memorize this season. He had Defense just this final. Just he has what three separate iconic finals blocks in this finals. In the game one, he had the chase down. In the game, uh, what was it four? Where he had the eight block, which is eight what the block. second best the finals block of all time. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say without a doubt. I could, I'll debate that, but yo, keep going. It's it's not one. Number one is the LeBron is the, the number one block, and then, I say Iguodala is number two because if you remember, Iguodala got that block against LeBron that got him the that got that got them the championship, and then LeBron got the block against Iguodala that got him. That's why Please leave me alone. They will never bring that block up again. About oh, that. How about that. LeBron block splitter too in that series. How about, <laughs> we don't, how about we don't bring anything up against uh that that Eaton Spurs one? How about we, how about that? <laughs> that series would make me so bad. How about that? Yo, dude. Bars Bars is giving us the Bobby Porters right now. <laughs> yo, I can yo, how about an if fits? Your 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 third oh, best man. player from last year is an NBA champion. Dude, hey, how, man. How mad, dude, how mad is anyone that ever let Drew Holiday go? <laughs> like, yo, think about it. Like, pass the punch. What are you Christian talking Middleton. about? The Pelicans got five first rounders for him. <laughs> what is <laughs> what did Philadelphia get? They got Nerlens Noel. 
oh yeah, they got rid of like everybody from Nerland. And Nerlens is like, where now? Well, he was Nerland? hurt that year. He's that on still, my team. That was still he's early always hurt. He's always, <laughs> oh yeah, he's on the Knicks now. He's always fucking hurt now. You know, who, really you know looks what, And I, I followed Nerlens during high school. Only you know, player you know, ever. You know who looks worse today too is Eric Bledsoe because he bitched and moaned trying to get out of Philly just to, I mean out of uh, Phoenix just to get to Milwaukee and then they traded his ass and now they want a chip because of it. <laughs> bum, Trading bum, his ass for the player that helped him get a, a player that ended up being the pivotal piece that they were missing the entire yes. time. Yes. Bledsoe's trash. So yes. let's not even. Mm-hmm. It's hard to sleep for that man, and you know it might How be hard to sleep for. Had, uh, Bogdanovich. <laughs> Exactly. It might be hard so, for other men to sleep like this. Why don't we focus bar. on some of these Suns players and what does this devastating loss mean? Of course, let's Hi. talk about the elephant in the room. Christopher Paul. Oh, the the journey continues. Some people nah. think he might not even come back to the team. Has a player nah, after going in the free agency. Nah, Matt. Nah, nah, What's good? What's good, Bars? What do you think about Chris Paul and what is this going to do for him? Or is he cursed? Nah, man, this ain't even about Chris Paul. Sidebar, Devin Booker, your girl going to leave you and either me or Jonah going to smash. That's it. <laughs> He's probably going to leave regardless. Yo, it's the Kardashian curse, son. Let's get it. That's hey, it. That's that may be. Say. That may Back be. On. You're making a great point. I mean, it's funny how this comes leave. together. Yeah, listen. Elaborate on that for us. What? I'm just saying, like, it's the curse, man. It's the curse. It's the curse. That's it. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to say nothing else. I'm just saying, Devin Booker, guard your bitch, because I might slap her. And if I don't, my man's will. Like, listen, that's it. Like, you know, Dolo, Dolo, you know. Don't involve me in this. I I don't know what you're Nah, that's a married couple, my man. I can't, I can't, I can't get it. They're married? Wait, they're not married. married Nah, I'm just playing. But nah, she she probably was going to leave anyway. Uh, Bars, that's a big, listen. Bars, you you could take uh, Tyler Hero. See, Tyler, Tyler, I might might crash out for that one. I might crash out for that one. Y'all niggas is that. Hey, facts. That's, but listen. I can't do nothing for my. I, I'm not a Heat fan anymore, but I can't disrespect <laughs> Miami and do anything that might jeopardize the championship that might stop me from coming back. You know what I'm saying? So listen, 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 listen. We gonna strip that comment off of this, like you know what I mean, Matt? Edit that out. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh my goodness! Yo, but, but what's the what was the original question again, Matt? I'm sorry, I I had to talk shit. You good? You good? So we're gonna just we're just gonna focus on some of the players who are on the other end of the spectrum, what it means for them. Obviously, first, the one, Chris Paul. Can we disagree? Is he cursed? Is it done? Yeah. Does he, Is he going to keep trying? Wherever he ends up this at the end of this summer, is this going to be the team that turns it around for him? Or, well, you could, you could just not drop the ball anymore. And that trip in game four, such a killer. Chris Paul. What's wrong with him? Why can't he? It's him and his team close the deal. What does this mean? Are you just gonna for the rest of his career? See, Chris Paul, you're that guy who can't win another ring. You're that no, guy. Uh, your presence so. ended for the Suns. What's going on, man? 
So there's a lot here. So first we have to go back to the very, a lot of people are talking about, oh, this is like his third or fourth blown 2-0 lead. A couple of them, one of them was the Portland series where he got hurt, Blake Griffin got hurt, DeAndre Jordan got hurt, and uh, J.J. Redick all got hurt that one year. Uh, they literally had nobody on that team playing. It was like uh, Austin Rivers was playing against Portland. Um, one of them was in, was in uh, when he was in New Orleans as well. So it's not like this is, this is a, a new thing. Like some of it is injuries. So I, I think there's a 50-50% chance he leaves uh, for two reasons. One, Robert Sarver is historically penny pincher. Like they've lost a ton of players because he does not want to pay them and he does not want to pay the cap. So the place I think he's going to go is L.A. I think he's going to the Lakers if they don't get Kyle Lowry. And I think Melo should go there. We should just banana boat it. Oh, just just get it. <laughs> might as well. D Wade came out of retirement. Collect oh, rings for everyone. One last ring. Just, mm. just give it there, and then they could have tomorrow. But may, I don't know if they're getting Kyle Lowry if he comes there. But like that's that's it. He's either staying in Phoenix or he's going to to. He's wait not coming. Wait to a minute. New. Wait a minute. You're saying Demar Derozan has a chance of going to LA? Yeah. What was this news today? It was in. I, work, uh, I fucking work too much. This is. I'm dying was, right oh. now. What? It was out a week ago, two bars. Yeah, but it's, it's both of them for today. Um, yeah, look, it's there's only so much he can do. It's it's hard for a point guard of his size to just be the best player. We've <laughs> we've seen that historically. He needs that other like big wing or big man to help carry him. And Booker, you know, Booker can do Kobe, but you still need the big guy. Yeah, and, you know that's that's where it came. They just didn't have the size. Like they. They have a good, solid team, and it's you know they're gonna be able to rest them a little more. They'll have a little bit more depth in the off season. Uh, DeAndre Ayton will you know maybe get a better offensive game. I, but I mean, this was this was the shot. This was kind of why I think people were saying you know it's kind of better that Phoenix wins because Chris Paul's the clock's ticking and Giannis is twenty six. Like we expect Giannis to be back here. We don't expect Chris Paul to be back here unless he goes to L A. Listen, if Chris Paul goes to L A. And joins Demarcus Re- Demarcus Re- Demar Derozan, sorry, <clears throat> and LeBron and AD. That might be one of the most overpowered teams, low key. Until they're all hurt. Shite. <laughs> He's got a point. So then I would substitute Chris Paul for Kyle Lowry just because there's a bit of an upside, and you know. But Chris Paul's only going to win if he goes to LA and. He- I, I agree with that. That's a fact. I don't know. I think it's too I think it's way too early to jump ship on and call it, you know, good on what they did in Phoenix this year. Like everybody had them at, at best a four or five seed in the West and they way over exceeded that. And in a year that injury. Yeah, but in a shortened, yeah, in a shortened season with with COVID and everything, like I think that they'll be able to get more reps in. I think it's too early to just call it quits on what CB3 has had an impact on as far as Booker is, is growth and development goes. And I think when you boil down the series, like the biggest difference because it is like when I watched the tape, like they were in those th- last two games. I mean, not six, but four and five. They were in those last two games down to like the last two possessions. It just came down to execution and having a young team unfamiliar in the finals like that. So I think that if I was Phoenix, I would run it back. I would try to give him a two-year extension. I would not push for three unless he's begging for it. And I would just try to run this thing back. I mean, he's, it's, it's really going to come down to money. It's, it's going to come down yeah. to is Sarver going to 
because after you pay Chris Paul, you're going to have to pay DeAndre Ayton next year. And I think you're also going to have to pay uh, Mikael Bridges the same season. I don't remember which draft he was taken in. I don't remember if it's the same one. Um, so the, the bill is coming. And this is from a guy who notoriously does not want to pay players. So, you know, that's how they lost Rondo, how they lost Luol Dang, how they lost Iguodala, how they lost uh, the Stoudemire. Like, it is how you lose those. It, that's what I think it is. I think if he doesn't get the money, that's that's where he's leaving. Um, but, but you know, but you know what, Bach, too, if you're Chris Paul and you're sitting at your pool this summer and you're like, man, like I got 300 million in the bank over my career. Like, what else do I really want? Like, you don't think that there's some kind of negotiation with Zarber and with um and with. Yeah, but, gee, but if, he, if this point, he really wants a ring and it's going to come down to where do you think it's going to be ultimately? And the answer is how much money am I going to give up to go to L.A.? If it's especially because here's the thing, L.A. is ultimately going to have an issue with. With with cap space at some point because they already have the two guys under max contract. Basically, uh, at this point, they have like one of it's like Caruso. I think but, Kuzma. So they're gonna have to figure out some type of sign and trade. You can't get a sign and trade. Yep, and they're gonna and want the question THT. Is which, they're gonna want THT and and Kuzma. But my, so but my question is, THT decided to THT decided to decline them and stay a restricted free agent. Okay, yeah, so I mean, it's not it's not but, like there's it's. There's too many assets moving, so it's it's they're gonna have to figure out somebody's taking a pay cut, and it's definitely Mel. But what I, what I'm arguing is that on the opposite side of the spectrum, I'm saying that they have I I firmly believe that Chris Paul has a better chance in Phoenix to win a championship. So what I'm saying is he may have to feel he he may have to take a pay cut to stay in Phoenix. Front load that he, contract, pay him fifty because million. Because if he gets project. more money or asks for more money, he may not get to LA. And even if he does get there, they're not gonna have the pieces to maybe close the deal. That's the way I see it. Yeah, and I guess obviously everyone knows Chris Paul's ties with LeBron. As you said, there's not much else to prove. Why not just compile and see if they can make dreams come true? And, you know, with that, as we're focused on the free agency anyways, why don't we just hit on some of the other big names coming into this late summer free agency season? Obviously, what are some of the big names we got, whether it's, Kawhi Leonard, if he's going to be taking his player option, is it going to be Mike Connolly, Lonzo, Kyle Lowry, DeMar Rosen, John Collins? Lots to decide, lots to pick from, I guess. And then you could also throw in the factor, even though it would be a trade, is what's Damian Lillard going to do, though he did go out at his press conference saying his intentions to stay. So we likely won't have to worry about that. So, what do we think is going to be the biggest move in terms of the whole season? Is it going to be the Chris Paul stuff? Is it, are we going to wait for to see what Kawhi does? What's Mike Conley going to do? Um, as uh, Bach mentioned before, is are we going to have a reunion of Lowry and DeRozan teaming up with LeBron and AD? What are some of the names that give you the most excitement and what possibilities are you looking forward to? Ben Simmons trade. Yes, that's, that's, other that's, factor that that's like the only too. star you know is moving. Um, the other one, this is the star I was reading. This is a uh, a really under the radar one for um, Golden State's making a trade. I don't know who they're getting, but I was saying one. Uh, they go Wiseman seven, and then whatever else makes the math work, or maybe fourteen as well for um, Eric Gordon and Christian Wood. That's the. Um... That is the worst trade. That, that is a fantastic made. trade for them. Eric Ooh, Gordon Eric, and Christian Eric Wood. Gordon. Eric yeah. Gordon. 
and Christian Wood. Eric Gordon. Yeah, you bring him off the bench. They need more shooting off Fuck the bench. No. Fuck no. Listen, listen. I would never make that trade ever because Eric Gordon is old, getting tired. Nah, he's injury prone. I'm all right with that. Like, no, thank you. He's like, there for Christian the money. Wood, you want Christian Wood. Christian, uh, Christian Wood? Hell yeah. I That's why you do the Wood. trade is for Christian Lock, Wood. Young, young, big, lots of upside. Yeah, I would take that's why you do for 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 that trade. But then the other and, the other stuff is like most of the other guys are staying. Like unless Damian Lillard comes out and says I'm getting traded, most of the guys are yeah. like most of the like Kawhi. Kawhi's probably not going anywhere. And even if he does, I don't mm-hmm. know if he's playing at all next year. We're talking about a guy who's notoriously um, notoriously Always careful hurt. with his when he's. Uh, when he's injured. So they talk, we're talking about a nine month injury with the guy who's probably just going to skip the whole season. So there's that question. We, um, we're talking about Mike Conley's probably not going anywhere. They're going to run him back. Uh, Lonzo's brought, Lonzo's done. He's, he's leaving. I don't know where he's going, but he's not staying. Uh, Collins is in New York. That's probably where he'll end up. Uh, yeah. Collins is probably staying. I imagine they're going to keep him just for the, the, uh, um, I wouldn't let assets. Marketing's going to San Antonio. Um, marketing, yeah, Lauren Market is going to San. Unless they take like Jalen Johnson in the draft, they might still sign Marketing anyway. Um, yeah, that's a big, that's a good pickup for Pop. Uh, yeah, like the, the other, there's not like a huge amount of free agents for this. Like, who else? Who else are we, we talking about at this point? Did I miss any of the like Lowry? Lowry is probably the biggest domino that's realistically going yeah, to. And honestly, yes, honestly, it is a weak class honestly, this year. Spencer Dimwitty, someone to look for, look out for. Well, I, nah, he's all right. He's straight. Honestly, Kyle Lowry, I would look if I was Pop, I'd probably pull up on Kyle Lowry. No, they should not. They say no. Kyle Lowry is going to like one of the LA teams or like Philly. Well, that 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 was that was my segue. It's like you got to look at you got to look at the contenders and like what the pieces they need because like I mean Tim Hardaway is like a good pickup. You know what I mean? Like, oh, and then do you, think, no, do you think do you think the Mavericks are going to let? No, Tim they're not going to let him go. Well, they may package him in a deal, though. That's kind of what I'm saying. Mm. For, for, for Hardaway? With or who, for, for Lowry? With who? And what would you think they would get for him? No, not for Lowry, but like, they may send Hardaway on. Um, they may send him, well, they may send him to Golden State. Shit. That's for, what, 7 and 14? <laughs> yeah, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. That, that's that's a good pickup. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't take him for the picks. I, the give, I, I, I do a straight up trade for um, Tim Hardaway. <laughs> The problem is they got to get off that. They got to get off that Porzingis contract. So if oh. they can move pieces and they can package something together, they, that's their only shot. Well, I I mean, who's trained for Porzingis? Other like Sacramento. <laughs> like <laughs> who else is dumb enough there. to trade for set for? Wait, the only it's either Sacramento or Oklahoma City because Oklahoma City doesn't give a fuck. Right, right. <laughs> Well, I, if I was the Hornets, I'd trade for Porzingis. I would not trade for Porzingis. They're going to say Kai Jones in this. They're going to say Kai Jones. And, I uh, would give up. I'd give up um, Devontae Graham and Malik Monk all day. No, you can let you can let Graham walk and keep Monk for another season. But like it's it's mm, there's no reason for them to spend. You're gonna you're gonna pay four hundred million dollars for Lamelo in two years, um, and then you're gonna they just build through the draft. I, they they yeah, take another big guy and they'll be young. And it's not like Porzingis like, has proven to be less to work be worth less than he what he was. Yeah, originally so there's no point trading worth, for him. So. You just you just build organically because guys are gonna want to play with Labello uh, as much as they, they like hate his dad. But like the kid is, you know, there's passing and there's a winning. You just need one more. Yeah. They, they might. Want to play a it's a small market. It's still a small market though. Like like yeah, they just saying. got Gordon Haywood. 
They had, like, look, they've had some yeah. big free agency signs. Yeah. They okay. haven't been okay. fantastic. Okay. So, how much does that lock up their their their? How much does that lock up their um their cap room? They yeah. Got, so why would you add Porzingis soon? For a solid big piece. So but I I'd rather take Kai Jones. Them. Why wouldn't you just draft Kai Jones? Because he might not hold up to his potential in the NBA. Yeah, but Porzingis is a proven liability, and he's more expensive. He's not right, a proven so, liability. He's just too expensive. Like he's a nice piece, but you can't count him playing eighty-two games. Well, I'm negotiating his bitch ass down to less expensive. <laughs> you can't. He ain't done. He ain't, yeah. what? What? How I can't when he ain't done shit. When he because he's, he's signed on the contract. This good. isn't like the NFL where they roll over dead money. Right, right. Uh, you're right. I get. It. You know, I'm bringing a lawyer oh. out when I guess I'm have to. I'm have to <laughs> rework his contract. This is a you know. This is this a Pat Riley where the guy forgets to fax in the the uh, the, hey, the contract so they can sign Shaq. The same the same way players can fight their way out of contracts and force yep. trades is the same way front office can fight them out of their own contract and force trades. It's it's, it's like come on, stop it. It's bullshit. Like, you guys, you guys. Let me ask you a question. One guy we haven't mentioned yet that's on the free that's on the free agent list. I want to see if you guys think he has anything left in the tank. Victor Oladipo, if he comes back healthy, do you think he could be an asset on a winning team? I think Wait, Miami easily. Huh? I think Miami is going to keep him. Yeah, didn't they sign him because he's supposed to be out like all next year, right? He's technically oh, next year. He's technically with Houston. No, how is he still with Houston? No, no, he's, he's in Miami still. still. We got him. Oh, yeah, that's right. My, my bad. My bad. I nah, thought he was really what, what happened to him? He's recovering yet? still. He's recovering still. Torn ACL. Yeah. Nah. Was it a torn ACL? Yeah, but it'll be a year by then. Ay, bum, okay, but I mean, he hasn't been healthy in like what four years? Hey, he hasn't yeah, been healthy since that like, injury. In yeah. what was it? In Indiana. I mean, yeah, he he's had basically a one season of proving that he can play. In Oklahoma City. No, in Indiana. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, by the way, it's a torn quadriceps. Sorry about that. Well, that's a big difference. That's that's good to know. Thank you, Matt. It's good to know that it's it's not an ACL because that... that, Yeah, it's a quad injury. The injury time, the recovery time, like, it's everything right there. I mean, he's not... They're going to just hold on to him. There's no point. going to hold on to him. And if anything, by the time he's ready and he's showing some good upside when he's recovered, they'll trade him for some good value. If or they'll, they'll do a side in trade with Drogic. I think that's another under the radar guy who nobody's talking about. Yep. Or maybe they they should have traded the Dragon, Tyler Hero. Dragon for, is scary. For uh, trading Tyler. Hero. Look, look, they're gonna come back with uh, Precious next year, coming off a high of beating Team USA. So he's gonna be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Precious, Precious, Precious is is gonna push Bam to the power forward spot. It's gonna change the rotation. Isn't um, Precious I, like six eight? Did we get rid of Myers? We should have kept Myers, and I think that's why. I know Myers said whatever he did, and you know all that shit, but that was the hammer. Like like Myers literally came off the bench. Hit, I don't hit, know who you three points. You traded them all because you traded like the poo poo butter for for. Do you people. know that Miami has a history of not having any big men outside of Shaq and Alonzo Mourning? Like, come on, like. Yeah, and and uh, Udonis Haslam. So like the three most like Udonis three like, the five most iconic players in your most franchise history. Big man, <laughs> like Chris Anderson was a better big man than Udonis yeah. Haslam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, bro. Yeah, Udonis Haslam. How about how about Joel Anthony? <laughs> Please don't you ever mention that name ever again. <laughs> what about Eric Dampier? How about it's like you do that for me? And you never Udonis Haslam was Whiteside. Brian Scalabrini. Oh, Did, was Scalabrini in Miami? 
I, I don't know if he was in Miami, but <laughs> he was in Miami. Uh, you talking about you talking about you talking about you talking about the the one that was in in awesome. um, fucking the Bulls. No, oh, no, that's that's. Uh, by the way, I I just, I I get it. I said the wrong person. I was talking about Birdman. Yeah, I don't know it. why that. What that's was Birdman? Yeah, Chris Anderson. Chris Anderson. Don't, <laughs> no, I don't think it's Chris Anderson like that. He's Looks like a bird. Look like a patriot. <laughs> a, a parrot. Second, Look like a parrot. He's the, he's the illest white boy on Miami since white chocolate. Man, don't <laughs> don't do that to Chris Anderson. Mike Williams was the illest white boy in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sound bite. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I think at the end of the day, it is a weak free agent class. Maybe most people stay put, but it will be interesting to see as we hit in the dog days of summer. One of the things I also want to focus on, and we can definitely focus on the subject on a later date soon. We do have the NBA draft taking place this to this Thursday out of the Barkley Center. You have your top ten, your top five drafts include the fifth pick or the Landro Magic. Then it goes the Raptors, Cavaliers, Rockets, and Pistons, respectfully. With big names coming into the draft like a Cade Cunningham, a Jalen Suggs, a Scotty Barnes, a Jalen Green, Evan Mobley. There's lots of things to be excited for in this weird college basketball season. I know none of them. That's okay. You will very soon. But just hitting on the sphere with the draft, I'm going to the best way to approach it, I think, is to basically you could talk about whether who you want to see your favorite team get signed. Like for me, with the Knicks having two first round picks in this draft, unless traded before the deadline, I'd like to see them focus on getting big men, get somebody, um, passionate and thrown in there or do you want it to focus on where you think the top five draft picks are gonna go i'll throw it to the floor with the draft Bach, i know you have a great head on your shoulders when it comes to this stuff what are you thinking about with this draft coming up well two i'll take them separately uh for who i want i really want kai jones in san antonio but i don't think he's gonna make it that far who i don't want mm. i don't want the the I don't want either their two big foreign guys. I don't want that uh, that the <clears throat> Serbian guy or the, the guy whose name I can't pronounce. Um, that I don't. I, if we're if we're not ending up with Kai Jones, I want uh, Josh Gidley, uh, the the Australian kid. Um, the top five is going to be Cade, and then it's probably Cade, the Jalen Smith, and Mobley, Suggs, and I think Barnes. I think Scotty Barnes is going fifth. That's that's where it looks like because uh, Orlando needs to have another guy who can't shoot. But <laughs> And then I don't look, I don't know if Oklahoma, if uh, the Lake, the uh, um, what's it with Golden State ends up with either of their picks. I think they might trade them both because it looks like Kaminga is going to be the guy who falls uh, because the, the reporting I've seen is, is James Boatwright's probably going to six. So that means Kaminga would be there at seven. So I can feel like maybe a team like the Kings step up for him or maybe San Antonio reaches up for him to get a, a Kaminga or, or somebody like that. Or, uh, you know, maybe the Knicks reach out to, to gold State for 14, but the, that's where I think the, tr- the trades really start around there. It depends. Also. Um, I think Cleveland would be more open to a trade if, if uh, the Rockets take Mobley, because none of the other top guys are, are 
are their guards. They're yes. Soft, green and a uh, smaller draft this year in terms of more guard at least positions. on the top. Yeah. So it, it doesn't make sense for them to, to want those guards. Uh, so that's, that's where I think on it, it's going to be like, um, uh, one, it's going to be, I mean, Kate is one. And then from there we have who we know, and it's all going to, it's going to be changing by the, the trades. Cause I mean, there's a decent yeah. amount of chances for trades in this one. Yeah. And free agency doesn't start officially until August 2nd. So that would be next Monday. Um, so yeah, a week from when this episode airs, that's when free agency officially starts. So again, those are the big factors here as we hit the end of the summer or the second half of the summer. What are you thinking about when it terms to when it's terms of NBA draft stuff, Alex? Say it again, it cut out. What are what are your thoughts coming into the draft? Um, I'm just keeping my eyes set on Cape Cunningham and um and Jalen Suggs, I mean, I know that um, Suggs had, you know, a big, you know, a big deep run in the, in the tournament. Um, he's got a lot of um, a lot of good skills. Uh, he's a good shooter. Um, you know, he's well disciplined. Um, I've been kind of keeping an eye on them and um, the kid uh, Mobley from USC, right? Yep. Yeah, I think the three of them are going to be um, big assets to any teams um, within the top five that um, are drafting. So I'm looking forward to seeing where they land. Um, but I kind of agree with Bach in the sense that I think the trades, um, you know, at the at the at the beginning of the teens are really going to determine the picks and where um, where the teams uh, uh, really elevate. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of shakeups there. That's kind of what I'm trying to say. Right. Yeah. It seems a lot of things condense into one in a two week period, which usually takes the whole summer. Thanks, COVID, for that. But it is going to be fun to see. And yeah, well, there's just it's just a unique time for all basketball thrown at once. I mean, it is the end of July. We're talking about the end of the finals now. So just another thing in this period of life that was crazy. So last thing I want to do, gentlemen, I just want to focus on the too early to call NBA finals. Simple as this. Tell me who you think with everything going on, even before we hit the draft of free agency, assume what you want is going to actually happen. Tell me who's winning the East, who's winning the West, who's winning the finals. And then when we could refer to this, this time next year, where our predictions went on this July 23rd, the 2021 when we are recording it let's see how accurate we are we'll start with dull on this who's winning these who's winning the west too early to call but we'll see if you are right and make some bets on these on these picks right now go to jersey and make it and see uh how accurate you were dolo tell me what's gonna happen next year oh shoot well i'm not really too sure i mean that that is a very early question to ask um uh, the Suns were they were the first seed, you know, this year they did very well. Um, I don't, I don't want to see them. I don't want to see second, Chris Paul leave. Second seed. Oh, word, close enough. Like I don't want to see them break it up. Like I kind of want to see them try it again. Um, I have a feeling that the Lakers are gonna make some power moves. It's already been in the talks. You know, it's already been in the air. But um, uh, I feel like whoever. Uh, I don't. I don't know. It's it's very early to call. If you're asking me, um, uh, I don't know. I the hey, just throw it out there. Do. Sometimes that's it's, why it's too easy to call. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if the Lakers get what they want, that's gonna be a problem. 
So you say Lakers winning the West, who's winning the East, and then who's winning it all? Um, I feel like I feel like for the East, I feel like the Nets is gonna put it together. Like um, like yeah, I'm I'm kind of out my depth talking about it like that, but uh, uh, I feel like I feel like like the the teams we expect to be on top, I think they're gonna be on top. I feel like I feel like the Nets is gonna make it. Uh, they're gonna click next year, and they're gonna be on top of the East as far as the finals. Them two go, I can't even call it. I really, I really couldn't. I really don't know. Be between them two. Would you just want to say one for the hell of it? Gun to your head. Who are you saying? I mean, I got to pick home side, right? Brooklyn. Uh, all right. So you say Nets, Lakers finals with the Nets taking it all. And that's just a very generic kind of thing. I, like I said, I'm out my death talking about that, but I, that's. What I, <laughs> I, I, hey, I we'll see a year from now if you get it. <laughs> we'll see. What do you think, Bars? Where do you think this is going? What are we going to talk think, about a year from now? I think it's going to be a dramatic shootout between the Lakers and, surprisingly enough, the Golden State Warriors. Oh, okay. And, yeah. And I think that they're going to make a vibe back for their um, dynasty push. <clears throat> and I think it's going to be a shootout between them two. Ultimately, I think the Golden, Golden State Warriors will pull out this time with a healthy Clay Thompson and they will take the West. But I think Brooklyn will take the East and ultimately win the NBA championship. And Kevin Durant will get his moment to shine like a diva, knowing that he he did it without joining the team that busted his ass the year before. You know what I'm saying? There'd be some poetic justice right there. Slightly, because he still joined the super team. <laughs> it would just be funny that he left the super team just to make another one, but that's cool. Irony. <laughs> what do you say, Alex? I got Denver and Milwaukee next year. Really? Ooh. Not your Lakers? Ooh. I think I think that a lot of this stuff with the MVP discussion, you know, people trying to take it away from um, from Jokic. I think he's taking that to heart in the offseason. I think he's going to put the work in. I think Jamal Murray coming back, Aaron Gordon with a second year with reps. I think Austin Rivers coming off the bench and, and, and Morris. I think they're primed for a deep run. And I just believe in the process that they built with uh, Milwaukee. I think fundamentally, structurally, they're sound. I think they could run it back um, and meet them in the finals again. And if I had to pick, I'm probably going to pick. I'm probably going to pick Milwaukee to repeat. Okay, 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 Bach. What do you think? I don't know, but I had a really interesting thought. Like CP3 to Denver would be fun. Um, Oof. That would be that would be actually. Yeah, we're throwing a monkey. His West Coast tour. Where would Jamal, where would Jamal Murray go? He's not coming back till April. He's an ACL tear. Ooh. Yeah, but that's it'll be perfect timing. They, yeah, exactly. they can still play together. Fresh, healthy, young. Ah, but he'd be recovering though, so it wouldn't be. It's fine. Time. They are you kidding? You know how much better Michael Porter Jr. is going to be if Chris Paul is yelling at him the whole time. Um, <laughs> I end up not liking Chris Paul. All right, so if that's the case, if we're going to talk about monkey wrenches, then no, 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 no. this is not. I, but look, my prediction: I still think uh, the Brooklyn's coming out of the the East. Um. I yeah, feel okay. like it's the Lakers. It feels like a Lakers uh, thing, but I, I think it's going to be Lakers Warriors. I, I kind of agree with bars, but like the only teams that like health wise, I kind of trust to have the pedigree, but I still yeah. think you trust AD's health for real. It, it, no, is, I think is, LeBron is enough time you know, off. 
You have to to compare the other like real title contenders. Kawhi's not playing this year. Um, I don't the the other option, it's it's them. We still don't know what's going on with Phoenix. I don't I don't talk about um and then Denver, I don't think has the firepower without Jamal Murray. So those those I'm saying he'll be back. I'm saying he'll be back. Yeah, but even even then I I I don't really know. Um I still think I would trust the well, look, we're, we're yeah. talking in a world where we're assuming he's healthy. Yeah, right, right. Uh, he didn't talk about it. Damian That's why Lillard I love- is only being cordial. He's only being cordial. I believe he's only being cordial. After so many losses in L.A., it's time, excuse me, in Portland, it's time for him to go home. And we're all saying L.A., he's going he's gonna to go to the Clippers. Damian Lillard? Yeah. That, you think that they will be, trade him for that? They're not going to trade him to, to unless they what, what are you going to get Paul George back? Yeah, right. I would toss away it's Paul George. That's apartment. a solid trade though, both ways. That's a fact. I would I would trade David because Lord, because here, here's the thing, Bach. If you know if you're Portland, you know that he's leaving. Then you got to get the best possible. He's leaving, bro. There's no way. Paul George is not. He's still on it. They just signed him to an extension. No, 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 no. Da- no, Dame's. No, he's saying Dame's leaving. Dame's leaving. I'm saying Dame's. Yeah, but leaving. why would you he's send him to L.A. when you? I thought yeah. yeah. wouldn't you send him to L.A. Because, because right, why would you get? Why would you make your division worse? Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Time out. Because if you're the organization that's losing your superstar, you have to get the best possible talent at the highest level you can get. And he wants that to is go not home. necessarily true. You just yes, need to yes, do whatever is. you do. No, it you need Landry to do whatever Shammett you think is for your rebuild. Is is Landry Shamet still in, in on the Clippers? Yeah. No, he's no like, wait. I'm trading. I'm I'm trading Landry no, Shamet. No, because they're not going to accept that over like if, if I'm trading Landry Shamet and Paul George. I'm saying or Damian Lillard. What historically, are you talking about every all day, team, every day? Historically, every team that's losing their superstar has only been successful at the highest level when they get the best player back. But you have to – no, you have to build – then you're not going to get a one for – first off, I don't even know if I would want Paul George over Ben Simmons anyway. Uh, I would, what? I mean, over – what? Yeah, it, it depends, no on, way, no, it no, depends no. on what you're trying to do. If you're trying to compete, you wouldn't want you to get Paul George. But even if, even if you – George is a two-way player. Yeah, but if you're trying to compete, why would you just go for Paul George? That does Paul George raise your ceiling higher than having Damian Lillard does? Because he may be the only package deal that they have on the table. Maybe you could send raises. him to uh, send him to New Orleans to get Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram's not. I even would not take Paul Brandon George. Ingram or the. I piece. would never take Brandon Ingram over Ben Simmons. I, Are you I, serious? I, I no, Paul no. George. You have two Ben against Paul George. You, you have oh, two B plus players. Yeah. No. 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 Because I if think Ben, ben Ingram, that, no. if you're Portland, you got to take a package with Clippers if they offer. If exactly, they offer. exactly. Hell yeah, but if you get, if you go, if you're serious. First off, yeah, we have to assume that that's the only way that happens. If Damian Lillard says, "I'm only going to you're, send me to the Clippers only," also send me, no, send me to LA. Period. Because I think that if not, Sacramento won't take him because Sacramento has Darion Fox. So what, you're gonna Are send, you kidding? They would take Damian Lillard in a heartbeat. Damian Lillard has no. Well, of course they would, but the Dame's not going to go to. Dame's not going to go to Sacramento. He's going to like. He's not going to go to Oakland. He's not going to go to um um Oakland with fucking sec, um with Golden. He would State absolutely there. go there. Are you kidding? They would trade. For with, 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 Steph Curry over Dame Lillard? No, they wouldn't trade Steph. What they would trade is seven fourteen and 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 Wiggins. Yeah, you do need to have picks included for that trade. Okay. Okay. So you have Dame at the one, Steph at the two, uh, Clay at the three, uh, Draymond at the four. 
What? Wiseman. So who's your five? Wiseman? Yeah. Wiseman? Or Kevon Looney. I mean, at that point, if you have Dame, Steph, and Clay, it doesn't matter. Your offense. Right. I'm bringing back. I'm bringing Mars, back. Fives don't, don't matter the way they did. Fives don't matter uh, the way they used to. They when, can when, sign when, like any bum on the street to play center. Like Giannis, <laughs> fuck that. Fuck that. How are you going to guard Davey like Lillard and Steph Curry trading off 45 foot? Uh, how the fuck are you going to guard the Giannis Tapakumpo? Yeah. Now we now we get to have this. They signed PJ Tucker. Now we get to have this guy. No, fuck PJ Tucker, fuck Draymond. It's Giannis at the Kupo. How are we gonna have this conversation? But Ooh, nobody, but nobody can, bro. There. But nobody can. You gotta do it in numbers. You gotta have bodies. That's it. That's it. Exactly. JaVel McGee is three bodies in one. And like, oh, come on. And like, so is the Marcus Cousin. I'd have any of these guys over Looney and fucking Wiseman. Looney's been in the system day. for a while, and Wiseman and, 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 oh, and the Marcus Cousins didn't get hurt this year, so I'm picking his ass up next year. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't know. Like, and he can shoot the three. He can space the floor. He's a clutch th- fr- fr- free throw shooter. Like, I like I, Damian Lillard, Steph Curry. I ride the thought. Please, that makes game because he's a liability. But if you put him in the right system, he wouldn't be. And he and he almost won a chip with that Golden State Golden State team. Come on, give him that. Healthy Demarcus Cousins is a piece that can give you a chip. Demarcus Cousins has been healthy that five Lakers, years. With that, with that <laughs> right? Oh man, he, he hasn't been healthy yeah, since man. that season that he got traded to New Orleans. He was healthy this year. He was healthy this year with the Clippers. Don't do that shit. <laughs> he was healthy this season. Don't do that shit. Well, and, they, and he was in the playoffs. He's always in the fucking playoffs. Get his man that. He's always in the fucking playoffs. He Big wasn't boom. in the playoffs. He's willing to beat up a reporter for his teammates and him. Get it in there. wasn't in the playoffs. He was in Golden State. Yo, listen. We're going to praise Bobby Portis, but we're not going to praise DeMarcus Cousins. Come on. Stop this shit. <laughs> Bobby Portis is the NBA champion. Now he is. His yeah. crazy eye ass. Yeah. It's funny how things work. Well, my pick for the too early to call finals Coming out of the West, I do think the Lakers are going to stack up and going to get more help. Don't forget, Schroeder's a uh, free agent as well, so he I think they back. will replace it with someone big. You think he'll come back? Hey, it could be. But we didn't. We didn't forget. We just didn't care. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't forget. We just didn't care. Fucking Schroeder wants to come and talk about he wants to be a starter and he's not going to take a back. It's, to it's only Newark. You are the only city that's going to give him a starting position. <laughs> the only no, nah, not even, not even. You know the only other city to give him a starting position. Who? Oh. Detroit. They're not going to sign him. Whoever is Detroit fan. And then Boston could use him. Yo, listen, playing 2K, I've won chips with many small market teams. Utah, <laughs> Atlanta. That is like the Detroit. worst way to, to <laughs> say it. <laughs> no, not even not, not even close because 2K is a very intricate part of, of basketball. You get to see a lot of stats that a lot of normal fans that aren't are not able to see. You know, true shooting, effective effective field goal percentage. Like you like it, it it's it's real shit. Don't don't sleep on 2K. Willie Hernandez, what is it? Uh Willie Hernandez. He said he plays 2K to get himself better. Willie Hernandez Gomez? Hernan Gomez. Hernan Gomez. You know what I'm talking about. He plays 2K to make himself a better player. And somehow this nigga is still not okay. in the D-League. So I guess he's doing something right with his life. Where is it? Can you tell me what team he's on? Willie Hernandez or Willie Hernan Gomez? 
I know he used to play for the Knicks, and now I'm going to say this <laughs> motherfucker is somewhere on the Pelicans or something. Like, uh, <laughs> I think he's in Denver, or maybe that's the he's other one. Denver. Might be in Charlotte. Charlotte, I Charlotte, I think. There is no, two one Hernan of them was Gomez's. in Charlotte. There is two Hernan Gomez's. There is two Hernan Gomez's. You fuck. See, that was Willie Hernan fun. Gomez is on the Pelicans. Ah, gang, gang. Let's get it. Don't play me. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I, I love making points for 2K. I love it. That is not, that is not the way. Ty Lawson <laughs> said that, too. Ty Lawson said I used that's to go why, for 50 as myself. Ty Lawson has been the league 50 as years. myself. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I'm on this panel. That's why I'm on this panel. I'm an expert somewhere, and 2K is my expertise. Listen, I'm on this panel for something. Like, <laughs> you know. I love I love 2021. Yeah, I'm sharp of this. And the team winning the East is gonna be the New York Knicks. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just No, I have I think the Nets are gonna get it. I think the Nets are gonna get it. Yo, one last one last bonus point. Yo, who saw Space Jam 2? I haven't seen it yet. Okay, no vibe. One. I did. I you did. saw it? No, Alex. Yes, no, yes, Dolo. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, no, my mom sucked. saw it. My he mom did. saw it and she, she said Alex, it was garbage. Did you see it, Alex? <laughs> All right, bet. Now, my mom it said it was garbage. Let me tell you something without you taking any offense. Okay. Let me tell you something without you taking any offense. <laughs> Your mom is a part of the old guard. Alex, did you see it? <laughs> no, no. Alex, did you see it? No, you're a part of the old guard as well. You, <laughs> have to, you gotta watch it, bro. It's it's you gotta watch it, bro. Because I just haven't uh, had time yet. You have, once you watch it, no, 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 no. Once you watch it, you understand that it's 21st century, and that it's not. You gotta understand that when I when Space Jam came out, I was a fucking like I don't know, like a six year, like a four year old, like was late nineties. When I watch, Dude, 96 is the drop. I was like, I was, I was barely like five years old when, when Space Jam dropped. And when I watched it, I was probably about six or seven. It changed the game. At that time, it was great. Now, this new, this new one is like watching Ready Player One. Except <laughs> the movie. Uh, there just to see so the it's, like, it's no, nah, it's like watching. No, nah, Ready Player One is a great movie. It's like except with 75% less Easter eggs. That but, just sounds like a worse Ready Player One. <laughs> it's a basketball version. It's a Warner Brothers Ready Player One. Because, you know, there's only so many. They, they Warner Brothers Easter egg the fuck out of it. You know what I'm saying? And they even did a Michael Jordan reference. You have to watch the movie. The thing, all I'm saying is I've been waiting. I wanted this to happen so we could talk about it. It's I like, get it's, it's probably less crazy than the last uh, Fast and Furious movie. All right. Um, no, no, not even. No, definitely no. Fast is crazy. I'm gonna tell you right now. Before I watch the new Space Jam, I'm gonna rewatch Like Mike because that's a way better fucking movie. Yo, uh, they have Jesse Clemens in. That's a basketball movie. Yeah, I was uh, Space Jam, Space Jam: New Legacy is a video game movie. It is not. A, it's not a. I mean, it I'm is a video up, game movie. It is not. It is a family movie. I'm, the first Space Jam was not a family movie. I don't care. This it Space wasn't that Jam good is a family. Exactly. Wait, Both did you see Space the second Jam's, Like Like movie? What? what? With Kel. Trash two. Trash two. With, with Kel. I'm watching a little nigga like Mike with over a little nigga from Big Mama's house. With a little nigga from Big Mama's house. <laughs> trash two. 
It was both garbage. Listen, 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 listen. <laughs> Space Jam got trash reviews in 1996. <laughs> yeah, it did. When it came out 20 years later, it got good reviews because it was great. Listen, it was still fucking... See, it was still like was Michael fun. Jordan being Michael Jordan and eventually they played basketball and Bugs Bunny was there. What I'm telling you, what like, I'm telling you is I'd rather take like Mike over either one. And that's like a fact. Yo, listen, listen. They had the nigga from um, <coughs> Above the Rim, the black guy that always plays the black guy in the basketball game, in the basketball movies. He was uh, LeBron's coach in the first scene of the movie. Listen, the, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, it's a family movie. It's not a basketball movie. It is not a ba- it is not a sports movie. It is a it is a, it is a video game family movie. You're better off watching it and then you matter of fact, go watch Jumanji and then go the new Jumanji and then go watch like then go watch Space Jam New the Legacy. So don't do not watch his Space Jam and then go watch Space Jam New Legacy. Do not do that. You will fucking hate the first one. Do not watch Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat Annihilation. The second one with that was so the one bad. That dropped it. <laughs> the movie not is so the, bad. Listen, the one that dropped this year is is a much better Mortal Kombat period than any that of the one that dropped this year was so seen. dumb. It was it was, so, it was fire. It was so fire. dumb. It was so dumb. It was fire. No, what? It was fire. <laughs> Bat, we need to we need to have a different podcast just to argue movies. Oh, <laughs> uh, Bat, oh, you, need my, you know to, that. You need to invite me to your podcast so we can have this debate. Because Dude, I don't have a podcast. I have a. Tw- I, I do Twitch streaming. He's a Twitch. <laughs> well, you need Discord. to invite me. You need to invite me to one of your discords and your. Twitches I'll send you the so Discord can, in the chat. Why you? Why you nuzlocke so we can talk about this motor combat? <laughs> this shit is serious, dog. And the fact that you nuzlocke, I, I'm a. I'm a fellow Pokemon enthusiast, and I'm mad you can say something's fucking sooner. Like this is serious. Let's get it. Well, I just did it as a though. I like it's just something I was trying to do for extra views because nobody liked me playing Celasta because apparently <laughs> all these fucking people hate D and D. <laughs> no one plays D and D, bro. Dude, it's I like, love D and D. I've had so much fun after the uh, the pandemic doing D and D. It's great. Dungeons I mean, I fuck with games like D and D. I fuck with games like D and D. And there's a Star Wars version of D and D, like um, Star it, Wars D. There's a Star Wars D and D. There's bro. so much five E that they, you gotta they, get in so there. Many. You gotta get in there, like, and you can you can like I play. Uh, I've seen some dudes they played. They opted out having the Jedi's. They didn't want the Jedi's because Jedi's are overpowered here. Yeah, I, so I, they, I think I've seen that. I think I've seen that 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 uh that build. Then I've I've seen some. I mean, they they made a Jedi class, but that's that's a. At some point, you'll have. I'll send you guys the Discord so you can hop onto one of my conversations and just have a, a random ass talk about different shit. And and while we talk about stuff, um, I'm getting ready to make my my splash back in here, um, with uh, what's the word. Um, you know the culture fan. Uh, that's 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 what we we bringing out. Um, uh, me and a couple other heads. But yeah, um, I'm de- I definitely got to get on that fresh faces. Um, Twitch. I already put the link in the the chat, so I guess I'll put them all in there again once my. Uh, actually, hold on. Yeah, Listen, we'll Matt, get that all Matt, together. Matt Matt is the god of bringing everybody together. We gotta respect respect Matt Bunny for what he does I appreciate you guys And on that note Though this NBA season's over We'll keep our conversation going with the NBA 
And yeah, guys, just want to thank you. It was a great season on this. Well, we got to start right away. The next season starts right away at the free agency and draft, which will definitely continue the conversation with that. But it's been real, guys. The 2021 to 2021 NBA season was nuts. I'll let you guys say what were you about to say? Real quick, Twitter just chimed in. DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry reportedly have interest joining the Lakers. Yeah, that's what we were talking about like an hour ago, bro. We were talking about that like an hour ago. Right. Twitter just chimed in. I'm just saying, like, you know, it's starting to get you got to get your news from the Atlantic. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a part of the old guard. I'm a part of the old guard. Yeah. But guys, it's been real for sure. Oh, man, I guess we lost bars on that one. But, um, yo, guys, seriously, great talking to you, Hoops. We'll start again very soon as the NBA draft begins this week and the free agency period. Yo, once again, Alex Renelio, thank you so much. David Bach, a.k.a. the host of the Fresh Faces New Ideas Twitch stream. Thank you very much. Dolo Renan Bars, the host of the Word for Word podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. And we will see you all very, very soon as the season, well, begin next season starts right now. All right, guys, cap, caps off to you, and you have a great night. All right. Thanks, Matt. Catch Take you guys care, later, man. So well, long. Good night, guys. Everybody good talking to you. Peace. Damn, I love those guys. I appreciate them. They helped me realize that we could pull off so many great shows together as a crew. The chemistry was there. And I can't wait till the fall where we could talk about basketball once again. Thank you so much, Alex Ranelio, David Bach, Dolo Ren, and Bars the God. We will see you guys very soon. And for you, the best audience, in fact, the greatest audience and listeners in the world for this show, you know how much I love you and I appreciate you all. And thank you so much for making this show possible. We're back here on Thursday. We're bringing in another rapper named Mateo, part of the AOA squad. He has dropped a new album with his group, and we definitely talk about it and we learn about the journey he's on as he rises up in the rap game so we got mateo coming up on thursday and we have some more great shows ahead for the future so sit back relax whether you listen to the show whether you watch it on youtube stay tuned for some great shows ahead Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms in YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter at ProdConvoPod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. We will see you in a couple of days. Thursday, July 29th, we are back and we will be waiting for you then. And until then, make big moves, take big risks, make yourself happy and enjoy what we have left of the summer because it's almost going to be gone. So let's take it all in. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast and I will see you all very, very soon. Love you so much, my great audience. See you soon. Peace.